0: This episode of Soul Food is brought to you by the Muslim Chaplaincy of Toronto, which is dedicated to providing prophetic care, compassion, and mercy to Muslim students at four campuses across the greater Toronto area. Support their Empower Love campaign by donating today at mcuft.com slash donate. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 11 of Soul Food, where we're going to talk about expiation. In the last episode, we talked about violating the fast, and continuing with Sheikh Hassan Mashat's book on the duties of the believer in the month of Ramadan. He then has a chapter on how you make up for violating the fast. So in this episode, we're going to look at the way to expiate a fast when it's violated, Then we're also going to talk about holding ourselves to a higher standard. And then finally, we'll look at being merciful towards others and understanding even in the process of expiation. And even when we're looking at this hadith about how a person can make up for violating their fasts, that there are many spiritual lessons that we can implement, whether we fall into that category or not. So let's talk about expiating a fast. A man came to the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, and told him that he had violated, that he had broken his fast in the month of Ramadan by being intimate with his wife. So one of the things in the month of Ramadan is that we withhold from eating and drinking, but even for people who are married, they withhold from having a relationship with their spouse. So he fell into that. So we talked about how sacred and valuable the fast is. So this is grave, even though it's something that might be natural outside of Ramadan, it's fine. But in the month of Ramadan, it is something that is very grave. So when he mentioned this to the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he asked the man to make up, to expiate for the day that he had violated, he said, can you find someone and pay to have them freed from slavery? Can you free a slave? And obviously this is because in their time, it was something that was widespread and that there's a great reward in freeing someone from bondage, which is something that was widespread. So he asked the man, can you free a slave as a way that you can make up for the mistake that you made? And the man said, no, I can't do that. So then the prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, asked him, he said, can you fast two months straight continuously? And the man said, no, I can't do that. And then the prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, asked him, can you feed 60 poor people? And once again, the man still said, no, I can't do that. So then the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he came with a branch that was full of dates. He had a bunch of dates and he gave it to the man and he said, give these dates away in charity as a way of expiating, breaking his fast. And then the man said, there's no family in the entire city of Medina poorer than mine. So then the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he smiled and he told the man, he said, then feed your family with it. This is the mercy of the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, the way that he would deal with people. And that he knew in this case that the man was actually very sincere in his repentance and that he was truthful about all of these things. That he did not have enough money to free a slave or to feed 60 poor people. And fasting two months consecutive was difficult because he was already having difficulty in the month of Ramadan. But scholars say that this hadith teaches us how to expiate the sin of violating the fast in the month of Ramadan. That there are three options. Either the person can free a slave, and alhamdulillah that's something at least in most places in the world is not very prevalent anymore. Or you can fast two months consecutively, so two months straight every single day. And that's also one of the ways that a person can expiate the fast that they missed or a person can feed 60 poor people. So this brings us to the next point of holding ourselves to a higher standard. One of the things that the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he taught us, and it's really necessary if you're listening to and you're serious about spiritual development and you really want to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you really want to go on this spiritual path, then one of the things that you have to be serious about doing is holding yourself to a higher standard. And the only way to really improve yourself is by pushing yourself higher. And the nefs, this thing that, you know, if you go back all the way to episode one at the very beginning of soul food, the first thing that we really talked about was the nefs. That the nefs always wants you to be content with yourself and to critique others. It doesn't want you to look inside of yourself. Say, oh, look at all what all these people are doing. Look at them, look at this, and look at the other. And then you're actually pleased with your own self. That's very dangerous spiritually. The spiritual sages of Islam, the great imams, the more they became closer to Allah, the more they became aware of their own shortcomings and mistakes, and the more they looked at the positive qualities in other people. It's an amazing effect of the spiritual path that the closer you get to Allah, the higher the standard you apply to yourself and the more mercy you look at other people with. And one of the most damaging things in a religious community is for the people who have this outward religious conformity to think of themselves as better than others or to think of themselves as not requiring to follow the rules that everyone else has to follow. That is a cancer within the religious community. And that's something that if someone is really sincere with Allah, they will never accept for themselves. They will never accept that they have some sort of special treatment and everyone else has to follow something different. That's very dangerous. So strive against your own nafs and discipline it. And in everything in life, if you look at every aspect of life, if a person wants to excel, if it's at school or in a particular skill set, or if a person's an artist or a doctor or whatever it may be, or even if it's exercise and nutrition, that if a person wants to excel in that area, then they have to push themselves harder than their competitors. They have to push themselves harder than other people who are establishing the status quo. And the same goes to be said spiritually. So that brings us to the final point, which is the importance of being merciful towards others. One of the beautiful lessons from this hadith is that the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, despite the fact that this man had committed a very grave sin, the Prophet did not humiliate him. He did not put the man down. He did not kick him while he was down. But actually he provided the man with the opportunity and the mercy that the Prophet always displayed so the man could actually come and talk to him about his problem when he made a mistake. And that's because when we're merciful to people, especially when they're looking for help, that gives them more encouragement and support to make positive changes in their lives. Nobody is perfect. And we're not saying that this thing is not a sin, but when you're merciful towards other people, then they have the opportunity to actually seek help. And they have the opportunity to improve and change their lives. And this is extremely important, even on a spiritual level within your life, is that you need to think well of others and make excuses for them. Even though you're holding yourself to a higher standard, you have to be merciful towards other people. You say, you know what, I'm going to push myself but I'm also going to look at other people with compassion and making excuses for them and understanding that they might be having ups and downs and difficult times. And if a person is hard on themselves and merciful towards others, then they will excel and progress beautifully on the spiritual path. And you see that in so many examples of righteous people throughout time. There was a great sheikh who was traveling with his son and they were with a group of people. And while they were traveling, you know, everyone went to sleep at night and the sheikh got up and he woke up his son so that they could pray the night prayer. And when they got up to pray the night prayer, the son said to the sheikh, he said, oh, wouldn't it be better for these people if they got up and prayed as well rather than sleeping, their companions who were traveling with them. And then the sheikh said, I wish you had slept and not said something bad about other people. In other words, it would have been better for you to actually remain asleep and not think less of other people than it would be for you to get up and pray in the middle of the night, but think less of other people. That's not what we're trying to do. That you need to hold yourself to a higher standard, but you still need to make excuses and think well of other people and do not think that you're better than them. And that one of the greatest spiritual disciplines and spiritual values that we need to have is thinking good of Allah and thinking good of His creation. And that we have a good opinion of Allah and that anything that happens, we have the best opinion of Allah and we have a good opinion of His servants. That brings us to the call to action. If for any reason you've broken your fast before, then you have to take care of that. One of the things that happens is that sometimes we don't like to think about past mistakes or we're ashamed of seeking help for past mistakes. If, and inshallah, there's only a few people that might apply to, but if you are someone who has violated your fast in the past, then make sure to take care of that. And actually Islamic Relief has a special way to donate to feed poor people as an expiation for broken fasts. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes so that if you want to feed 60 poor people, you can do that as an expiation for breaking and violating the fast. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He makes us people of high spiritual aspirations and He also makes us people who look at His creation with compassion and mercy and love. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.